welcome to a new episode of the Can Them Podcast. I'm here with Tracy Paul. What's up, yeah. Tracy? What's good? What up? So, um, yeah, as I was saying before I introduced the show, you had a show before called yeah. Under the Roof Montreal. Yeah. Where is that show? Where is so, it? So what happened is when you, and that was like a super fun experience, to yeah. be honest, to go from podcast and um, trying to build your own web show yeah, um, in the form of a talk show. So you have to think about the subjects, the guests that you want to have on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we built the, self, the set from scratch, had to find a place to have the set. It was nice. It was like, it was like a really great experience had a whole like production team um so that was dope and honestly truthfully what happened was that i got sick and i lost my voice for two two weeks and that was in the uh, so we had specific days for to to shoot right so Mm -hmm. you're shooting multiple episodes in one day yeah and so that was around the end of the contract that we the lease that we had and they were closing down the space Mm -hmm. so when we asked to push um the date because you you can't just move a set from one place to another yeah so when we asked to like push a date we really like we bargained they were like nah nah be not happening so i wasn't able to finish the season so that was like a downer and then um after that like i just got into um because you can't do too many things at the same time right so i'm definitely honestly thinking if i want to continue with the show because i really want to do it i love it but at the same time it takes a lot of work that i'm willing to to put into Mm -hmm. it's just i can't do multiple things at the same time okay and so for the people that don't know what was the show about what was the the concept because i i looked at it Mm -hmm. but what was the concept so it's basically talking about adulthood um in many different ways because the thing is um i realized that you can't really you don't have a like a handbook telling you okay this is what you have to do when you get into like that particular situation or whatever and so i wanted to ask questions that we would ask ourselves but not necessarily talk about it amongst each other so i know there was a show about like bullying like we don't talk about bullying um against adults um there was a show about um friendship expectations i feel like we tend to talk about like men and women and whatever whatever but we never really talk about like actual friendships whether it's amongst men or women so um that's really the angle that i wanted to take and we had so many interesting subjects and and guests but i wasn't able to finish the season so that i mean it's life yeah yeah like things happen listen i this is the third iteration of my podcast i think Mm -hmm. and i've had a lot of stuff happened like I had a stu- I started no studio mm-hmm. then I had a studio mm-hmm. then I switched studio mm-hmm. then the new studio I had closed down mm-hmm. um, now I'm using um, recording equipment that the podcast collective is lending me we mm-hmm. see sometimes today's Brian uh, shout out to Brian uh, shout out to Weezy also listen it's just like there's so many obstacles like mm-hmm. that that come and then you're like, okay, do I stop? Do I not stop? Exactly. And then life happens, like you yeah. said. And sometimes it's about making decisions and being like, okay, maybe for now I'll just stop. Yeah. And then I'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Take the time to... I really don't have... Um, and you said something very important. And that was actually something that I was thinking about. Because I was telling... There's such a pressure when you start something and people are looking at you like there's a certain expectation that you have towards yourself and that you feel like people have towards you that you want to fulfill but 
at a certain point, you have to take a decision and the decision that is best for you. Yeah. So I'd rather take my time to put out something of quality that I know will represent what I'm all about and to the quality and really the vision that I have for a project than to just put out because I'm out here and people know me as the girl that started a web show. So I really, at that point, I really, it's like I really don't care what people think because I know what is the reasoning behind what I'm doing. So, yeah. All right. So, and for the people that don't know you, please explain what you do, who you are, you know, the stuff you're into. Um, honestly, like the only, I think that the only, like really, I, I, so I call myself a conversationalist now. This is really. That's a good one. I might use that. <laughs> that's my A. I might that's use a. that. I'm that's my thing saying. now. So because I don't like to be put in a box. Okay. I really hate it. And like you'll see um, when you see, like when you see in my profile, like what I usually put in my bio is that I'm a woman of many facets and, and I just don't like to be put in a box because I like to do different things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even myself, sometimes I feel like I'm, I contradict myself in many ways, but I love that because I'm being me. I'm really being true to myself. Yeah. And so if I had to describe myself, I can only say that I know I have some good skills. Um, I used to have a podcast. I used to have a web show. Um, but really in the end, I love to share my opinions and thoughts. And I really do see it as... Um, it's not just I really put some work into it like I do some research I love to give my opinion because I feel like I have a I have a way of seeing things that is very unique um, and so yeah that's really what I do I study I'm a full time student I'm a sister I'm a daughter um, you know you do a lot of things <laughs> I, but I like that actually um, one thing that I was excited about when you said yeah you agreed to do the show was there's these things I've been having these conversations with, um, you know, with a bunch of people, even at work. I was having this conversation with my colleague and she was like, I feel like if women were to not tear each other down that much, we would probably be ruling the world. But because mm-hmm. we're too busy being like, well, oh, I don't like this one. She's mm-hmm. doing this. I don't want her to do this. Let me put her down or whatever. Um, if we were actually uplifting each other or just not at least just not care or mm-hmm. just like, you know, wanting everybody to win, maybe we'll be further down in life. And I've heard like Miss Trish, for example, um, you know, had me on her podcast. She was like, did you know that some people came to me and were like, I thought you guys hated each other because Whoa. because I guess we're in the same industry and we're mm-hmm. doing the same thing. So we have to hate each other, which mm-hmm. is like crazy to me. I'm like, yeah. why do I have to, you know, mm-hmm. hate other women for that? So there's this thing that I do on the show called I'm Sorry For. It. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say what I'm sorry for, which I'm not sorry for. And then I'll <laughs> invite you to do the same. So it's related to what I was just talking about. So... I'm sorry for not wanting to compete with other black women and not hating people because you expect me to because we are, you know, in the same industry or doing the same kind of things. Uh, I just think me personally, I just feel like the more people win, the better it is Mm -hmm. because we just need to stop having the same kind of people in position of, you know, dictating what the conversations are in society. Definitely. So this is mine. This is a good one. What are you sorry for? Um, I'm sorry for being unapologetic. What's the word? Unapologetic. Unapologetically. Yep. Just unapologetic. Unapologetic. Yep. Honestly, that I think that would be my thing. Yeah. Because I, 
Uh, and I know you're big in astrology. Yes. And I'm a Leo, and you know how we are. Yep. And and I'm not gonna say I'm perfect, guys, because of course I'm not. But I feel like I'm so like what you see is what you get. Like I really like put my heart out. Like when I when I show love, it's like I, if I don't like you, I don't like you. Yep. But if I if I have no reason to if I have no reason to. I don't hate people, but if I don't have no reason to dislike you, like I'm gonna show you love in many ways. And so I feel like people are so used to fake, to um, hypocrites and people being fake and dishonest that they always question your intentions or how you move. Um, they always try to have a one-up on you and stuff. So I'm really just not sorry for, I'm sorry for not being sorry for who I am and like how I move. And um, I don't really have regrets about what I do. So I guess, yeah. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. People do do sometimes think that you will move like that because mm-hmm. you have like, let's say, ill intent or like, mm-hmm. You have a hidden agenda when mm-hmm. no, you're just literally just moving like that. Exactly, that's you. You mm-hmm. know, so I yeah, I think that was that was that's something I definitely want to talk about because like it's crazy. I've talked about it with my colleague, not necessarily in the context of you know the podcast and radio mm-hmm. and media stuff, but it's just it's conversations that I see people having, and it's just like why do you expect women to hate each other all the time? Like men don't. I've never seen men do that. I was about to tell you the same. Like it's it's not even something that we expect from guys. It's like, oh, you do the same thing. I know this guy that does that. And like they collaborate with each other. But when it comes to women, like suddenly we become like each other's competition. And you said something earlier about like why women tear each other down and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I personally did have a bad experience, but in general, like... Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by women that support each other. My friends are the best. My sisters are the best. Like, I really, even, like, acquaintances that I have, like, they support me. I support them. And and it's not even, like, the not the not. It's really just, I like what you do, so I support you. And, And the same. So I understand that people might be in spaces where they feel like, you know, women, like, are jealous um, of others and, and stuff like, but that's really not what I have around me. And so I don't perpetuate that narrative. Like all I get around me is love. And that's really all I give as well. I think it's important that you said that, see, you said around you, all you Mm -hmm. have is love and support. And I feel like sometimes that's what a lot of women have, but society or or other people will just say, no, this is not it. This person, Mm -hmm. you know, doesn't really fucks with you because blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Or they will. I noticed that a lot of times people would create, you know, rivalries Mm -hmm. among women when it was not there before. When you look at the whole um, Nicki Minaj situation and Cardi B Mm -hmm. at some point, the internet really hyped it up. Mm -hmm. Same for Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma. Yes, Remy did do that Mm -hmm. record. But outside of that, when you look at the bigger picture, you see that a lot of people actually hype up Mm -hmm. these beefs between women. Because when it's between men, it's just like, oh, you know, it's a beef. It's it's, part of the industry or it's just like for sales. But... I feel like if we bring it to our level, if I can yeah. say, if ever we were to evolve, like, because we're, evol- we, we're evolving right now in the same spaces. Yeah. And I feel like if um, 
and I guess it was a team decision. If if the morning detour allows me to to come to come on the show, like to me, it's like Soke is like kind of reaching out to like to collaborate type of because it could have been anyone. So I see it as a, as an opportunity, and I'm thankful for that. And so, like. If we're to evolve in the same space, and let's say before I came to the show, I heard whatever it was, I would definitely send you a DM and like, yo, girl, like, is everything good? Like, like that's really how I am. I'm gonna ask you straight up, and you tell me straight up, like, if you if you don't fuck with me, just tell me you don't fuck with me. I'm like, well, okay, I guess I won't. You know, I guess I won't just like uh, mind you if we're in the same space. But like, at least I know that you know, you don't like me or whatever, but it's the conversation to have and people are so afraid to have that conversation. Like, I'm not going to die if you don't like me. Yeah, that's also this thing. It's like, it happens. You can't it, it, not like everybody. Like, I'm, exactly. I'm the professional of being like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that person. Like, mm-hmm. it's not for me. I'm just not going to be, but it's not because I feel the way that I'm just going to hate on you. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to, just live my life and just let you do you mm-hmm. that's that's one thing and i feel like people expect you let's say if i don't like somebody they're gonna expect me to hate on everything this person does but no, i mean you can't admit that something is good or not yeah that's the thing it's mm-hmm. like if the person if i don't like the person but what they do is good i am be like wow i really don't like this person but what they do is good mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i don't that's all i don't see the point in like being really really extra about these things but i guess you know society is weird people are weird sometimes (laughs) no seriously people are really weird it's just like i don't know it's just i guess it's just it's just interesting to like navigate the world and seeing um certain things happening and it's just like oh people really think like that Mm. it's it's just funny to me it's just interesting but you know I want to talk about some fun, like more fun stuff. So, you know, it wouldn't be the canon podcast if I didn't talk about relationships, sex, and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, right now I'm watching this show called Ready to Love. I'm watching it on mm-hmm. um, Mr. Ward Premiere. Shout out to you who are behind this. I swear. Because all the black shows are on there yeah. and I appreciate you. So, <laughs> so this show, Ready to Love, I don't know if you watch no, it. No, I've never heard of so it. So, it's basically a show, it's based in Atlanta where mm-hmm. they take 20, uh, so it's 20 black men, mm-hmm. uh, 20 black professionals like everybody's you know their business mm-hmm. is good like okay. you know their money is good they're mm-hmm. good they're set everybody's looking super gorgeous amazing mm-hmm. and then 20 women as well everybody's mm-hmm. set money okay. set That's a big career okay. set but they're single you know it's Atlanta finding love apparently over there is complicated mm-hmm. um, especially when you have a certain type of status or a certain amount of money that you okay. make especially as a woman so basically the show takes them uh, they have to mingle and like mm-hmm. talk to everybody and every week um, somebody's eliminated one or two okay. one people or more so one week the women decide which man is eliminated and okay. then the week after is the man okay. so I'm watching the show right and I'm like okay this is interesting it's one more dating show among mm-hmm. a I'm bunch not, of yeah. other that exist and I know that right now in Quebec I know people are going crazy over occupation okay, group I don't watch it but like Jody is on my case about occupation group <laughs> but she's like you know we need to be talking about it um, but I know that it's something I mean, dating shows been around, mm-hmm. but how do you feel about dating shows right now in 2019? Do you feel like it's still relevant or do you feel like we probably need to change how we approach them? Because apparently Occupation Double is a love thing. Like they have to find it. Yeah, it's supposed to. And I wouldn't even take that as a reference because this year, the whole, this, this show is a whole mess. Um, but um, I say my outlook on dating right now in 2019 um, 
Damn. I don't know how to approach it because I hear a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Like I hear beautiful, talented, smart, uh, financially stable um, women that are single mm -hmm. that can't seem to have a guy even pick them up to go on a date. Oh, that's a whole thing, girl. That doesn't exist much. But that's the thing. Like, if I'm being honest with you, like, that was never my experience. Mm -hmm. And I've never... You will never find, like, a tweet or a post of me saying... <clears throat> A me a, a tweet or post of me saying men are trash because that was in my experience okay. whether it's from like father figures or brothers cousins whatever men that I've dated mm -hmm. I did have a very bad experience when I was younger but to me that was a one-off whereas like I was always well treated by men so when I hear those stories I'm like damn and so I try to give advices on how I operate and how I see men are responding to that. Mm -hmm. um, but I do understand as well that that it could be actually a simple reality. So it's not something that is fixable. I feel like it's it's such an interaction. Like, I don't feel like I can actually say, okay, dating, let's say dating in Montreal is trash. And I've moved around. Like, I've been to Toronto, Mississauga, Ottawa now. Like... So I'm not really sure how to say because my experience is different, but I can say that my friends have uh, not only my friends, but I'm, I'm seeing a lot of weird stuff mm -hmm. um, going on. And I, that it's crazy. It's nah, it, is. <laughs> it is. But how do you feel like, OK, so, you know, because the reason why I was talking about the shows is because I see a lot of people going towards media or mm -hmm. technology to help them solve mm. this. I guess, I don't know if they're lonely, but to help them solve their, this part of their life, which they're like, you know, this this whole show, Ready to Love, is like, when I say it's people that are successful, you know, successful black people, entrepreneurs sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, like they make, they make good money, they look good. Mm -hmm. You know, they, when you look at them on paper, mm -hmm. they don't look like they have a yeah, reason to be single yeah. mm -hmm. but then yet they go to a show that is on live exactly to the extent, exactly of to the extent you're show. gonna be yeah. on television on the internet for everybody to see what your dating life look like mm -hmm. for you to find love so mm -hmm. do you feel like maybe we we rely too much on these things or do you feel like it's because there's like it's catastrophic out there that people are like okay maybe this is the last option type situation honestly I would want to give you an answer It's okay, but I can't because I feel like I feel like for you to go to that extent and to be on paper like so almost so perfect, there there has to be an issue that or something underlying that we're not understanding or not seeing. Um, but I do feel I do feel that there are there are some certain things that so the one thing that I have a problem with is that people feel like dating or not even relationship because they're not even at that level yet, but dating is a is like you give I give you give I give it's like it's like sort of like not even sharing it's like I do something for you for you and you do something for me whereas dating is getting to know people yeah definitely and, and so if you get into the mindset that oh this person looks interesting let me get to know them with no expectations I feel like we would be able to um make new friends or like yeah. eventually like partners is easier 
in a sense you you get what i yeah, mean i see what you're saying and i feel like you know these expectations what you just talked about mm-hmm. is definitely something that a lot of people struggle with because it's like let's say you meet somebody and let's say you know you want a relationship mm-hmm. okay that's an example you're like okay i want a relationship and then you're going to meet somebody even before you get to really know that person you already have that thing where you're like i want a relationship so mm-hmm. now you're going to want to you know, find exactly. that and exactly. see how you can define it within. So you you're not even, I guess, maybe letting a chance to letting yourself a chance to actually get to know that person like that. Because I've seen multiple cases where people are like, this idea of I want to be in a relationship was so strong that they didn't re- even realize they were not compatible with the person they were talking to mm-hmm. at the time at all. Oh and it's gosh, like, yeah. well, for a relationship to you know work, you have to be compatible to a certain extent, right? Yeah. So yeah, people have yeah they have expectations. It's not like hey, let me get to know you, you. and you're cool and see Ex- if something yeah. happens. Exactly, it, and it's okay as a, like me how I do when I it's like I get to know people for who they are, point blank. And when I started seeing my relationships with men, just like relationships with women, I feel like that's when that's when it got easier for me because then. I don't necessarily have expect ex- the same expectations towards women that I would have for men. But when I put them on the same pedestal and I enjoy the time with you as if you could be my girlfriend, my you know, like yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the homies, of, like mm-hmm. I feel like we enjoy the time better, we have better conversations. And then I get to a point where I realize, oh, if I was to be romantically involved with that person, I can already see where it wouldn't fit or it would click. And so this allows you to to keep those expectations to yourself, but still enjoy that person and gain new friends. But again, if you guys get closer, then you see the person for who they are. And and then you can have that conversation like, hey, are you feeling the same way I'm feeling or whatever, whatever. But we're too quick to like, I like this guy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we should go on a date. And the next thing you know, like we went on two dates. So now you're supposed to kiss me on by the third date. Um, I'm supposed to be your girlfriend. And it's just too much. It is. It is a lot. And I feel like um, I rewatched uh, Think Like a Man recently okay. because I like that movie. But... I never watched the movie. Well, I was against it. You know what? Watch the the movie is fun. The movie is okay. fun. It's a fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I remember when I rewatched it recently is being like, you know, there's a point in time where Steve Harvey says, you know, there there has to be this ninety days rule. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like companies were giving, you know, like like right yeah, now you have yeah. three months to prove yourself to the company, mm-hmm. then they give you the benefits. Yeah. Well, they're like, but well, women should probably do that so that they'll, you know, once the ninety days are passed, if the man is still there, then mm-hmm. then you can have sex. And then I remember thinking, this is so wrong. Yeah. I remember thinking, why do we have to like put a time limit or a certain like you know Mm -hmm. a certain amount of time on okay now we can have sex Mm -hmm. how is it what i'm saying is how is it beneficial because if the person knows that you know we Mm -hmm. can have sex after that specific day if i'm if i'm an asshole i could just wait till that day happens Mm -hmm. fuck you and then bye you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it doesn't prevent anything so i was watching this and like i was like hmm this is interesting like i I kind of believed in it at first, Same. but but and and that's because of the Christian values and because I, I was so I was so religious before, okay. and then I got to really be comfortable with myself, mm-hmm. who I am, what are my standards, mm-hmm. uh, what are the boundaries that I have, like yeah. that I put to my for myself, and 
with that, I got really comfortable with like I got comfortable to a point where I will do whatever I feel like doing when I feel like doing it. Mm, that allows you to be to have to have no regrets basically. Yeah. So if I was to date a guy and we would talk and then I would have a good time and I felt safe um, to have sex with him, whether it's 48 hours later or two weeks, three months, three years, then I would use it, I would do just that. Yeah. And that's another thing that we have to because because then I feel like sometimes people are put in situation. They're like, well, um, I'm right. I'm going to speak from a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like you, you dated the guy and then you guys are having an intimate moment where you feel the tension and then you feel like, well, I guess it's time to have sex. Sometimes you, there could have se- sexual tension and you guys not have sex Definitely. if you don't feel like this is the right time for you to have sex. So it's all about like listening to yourself. Be comfortable. Be honest with yourself. And it's okay for you to say no if you don't feel like it's the right time. And it's okay to say yes as well. Like there's no 90, it's not going to change anything. Like for you to wait like two days or a whole year, like it's really not going to change anything. Like keep the com- keep the communication going between the two of you so that you make sure that you're on the same page. And that's definitely something that men have to be, that we have to keep men accountable for that. Because, yeah. you know, make sure that the other person is honest with you. But 90 days rules, like, yeah. no. Nah. Even any kind of rules. Like like you said, it's like, just do what you want to do. Yeah. If you feel like kissing the person on the first mm-hmm. night, or having sex on the first night, do mm-hmm. that. But I know that there's some, there's some stuff that I've heard where it's like, you know when you're like in a situationship, like you've been seeing somebody for a long time, y'all have been, you know, having sex. Some people do everything mm-hmm. a traditional, I guess, relationship in the sense that mm-hmm. we know it is, but then they're like, but we're not together. And like, it's, it's this concept where I'm like, I agree with it, but at the same, at the same time, it's like, what are we really doing? Um, and it's sometimes something that I see a lot with millennials more than because when I talk about it with like older people, they're just like, what are you guys doing? Like, what is this? You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I've heard a lot of things where it's like, so there's the people that will tell you, well, we've been doing this. So we're together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but did you have that conversation where you when you guys agreed <laughs> mutually to be together? Because now you could go to the person and be like, yeah, this is my boyfriend. And the guy could be like, or the girl, whichever. It could be like, well, but no. How, how can it get to that point? Like, I want to, it almost makes me want to cry. Like, how can, how can it get to that point? How are you not having the conversation with the person? I'm so big on having, like, conversations. I swear to God, if I meet someone today and I'm catching feelings right there at the hour, I'm going to tell you straight up, like, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. You tell me if you don't feel the same. And if you don't feel the same, I'll be, all right, okay, cool. I'm just letting you know. From then, the ball is in my camp. Like, I have the decision to say, like, okay, I can't move forward because I feel like I'm developing feelings for that person and they're not sharing the same. I might get hurt in, in, in the process. Like, it's all about making sure that you're on the same page. You can't be fucking around with someone for three years and then decide that that's your boyfriend and never had the conversation. And if you're trying to have the conversation with the guy and he's saying, oh no, or trying to dodge it, or mm-hmm. have, I can't say have some respect for yourself, but that's really how I feel. Have some respect for yourself. Have some love for yourself and walk out the, of the situation. If you feel good about it, you guys don't need no title. If you feel the same, if you feel like you want to act like a girlfriend, 
and go to family dinners and do everything and have no title and you're good with that mm-hmm. then just go ahead with that but how can you move around and not i i don't i don't know like yeah because i, cause I don't want to be judgy but you know what listen this is how you feel but my thing is for me is like i have well i know people that are just in but they've mm-hmm. had the conversation where it's like we are not together like mm-hmm. it's not a relationship however if you were to look at it on paper, they go on dates, they see each other multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they do basically, you see a relationship, that's what they do, except remove the title of relationship, right? And I know that a lot of people get confused by that. And it's like, how can you say it's not a relationship when it's really one? Mm-hmm. But then it's like, do you feel like people, millennials particularly, have an issue sometimes with titles, with putting a title on things and maybe feel aware about it yes and no but like whose whose fault is it because somebody has to the the sorry the responsibility can be on either or Mm -hmm. this a relationship is shared between two people Mm -hmm. so um i mean i'm not really big on title titles i'm more so like to just be make sure that we're on the same page so if let's say I was in this person's shoes and we were to do, I want, I felt like I wanted to cook for you. Um, I felt like I wanted to meet your mom. I felt like I wanted to help you shop for whatever occasion. Do all girlfriend stuff. And I do it knowing that you told me that this is not a relationship. I do not want a relationship right now. I do not want a girlfriend. I took the decision to do it because I care for you and that I feel good about it. Okay. Vice versa. It doesn't have to be the men against the women, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to imagine someone putting themselves through a situation for a long period of time because they can happen quickly. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying, but for a long period of time and not have that conversation or not taking... um, the decision to step out of it if they don't feel comfortable in it anymore. And that's really something that I feel like we should stop blaming the other person for not, um, for not giving you the title that you're looking for. Yeah. If you're looking for, For, if you're looking for it. Yeah. Not for sure. I feel like I've been saying, cause I see, you know, Instagram is a beautiful place Mm -hmm. sometimes. (laughs) Instagram is a beautiful place. I've been seeing a lot of, um, a lot of memes, on you know don't do stop doing girlfriend things stop mm-hmm. doing wife things when you're just a girlfriend let's say and i agree with that like, don't buy a house with somebody i agree when with that. you know you're not a wife don't mm-hmm. do these type of things and i'm like but why though the reason i say why is because well well we're in quebec right mm-hmm. I know that in Quebec, a lot of people do a lot of things together under common law and not under, mm-hmm. the, like, I'm not being married. Yeah. But yet, they buy houses, they have kids, they mm-hmm. they have joint bank accounts, they, they do different things, but they're not married. So that's why I'm like, why is it so important to not do wife things when you're a girlfriend? When you're just a girlfriend? Because people say just a girlfriend as if girlfriend is not... You know what I mean? Not a title that is mm-hmm. appropriate, I guess, for certain things. Yeah, some people take a lot of pride in being wives versus girlfriend. Um, me personally, I have my own definition of what a marriage is. Okay. And based on that definition, I will not do wife things for you if you're just, quote unquote, my boyfriend. Okay. So 
there's a level of responsibility and commitment and um that you like there's a there's a certain level of resp- responsibility and commitment when you're married to someone because yeah. there's a lot to take into consideration and there's a lot that it's much more i don't want to say difficult but there's a lot more um there's a longer process if ever we decided to separate so because of what it means to me to be married okay okay for example best example if you're my boyfriend Mm-hmm. And um, we don't live together, so that means we don't. I don't need to know. We don't live together. Like uh, we we're getting to know each other. For me, when you're in the that that dating stage of being boyfriend girlfriend, we're still getting to know each other, getting acquainted to to the lifestyle and what we like like. And especially for me, what's the most important thing is like when we're boyfriend and girlfriend. This is the best time to focus on your personal dreams because as soon as to me you get married um this becomes a joint um you focus on the vision for the family of the uh, well of the unit okay so if we're boyfriend girlfriend i'm not gonna rush you um about your finances i'm not i'm not gonna dig into your finances really deep to a certain point yeah but i'm not gonna dig into your finances i'm not gonna um expect you if you want to do it because you want to do it wholeheartedly that's fine but i'm not gonna expect you to do certain things for example for my family um it's like i don't need you to prove to me what you can do before i get married i need to know that I need to know the person that you are. I need to make sure that you're committed to whatever aspirations and goals you have in life. And I need to make sure that we are on the same page when it comes to like the different things that we want, how we want to raise the kids, uh, how to manage the finances and stuff like that. To me, I feel like that process of being boyfriend, girlfriend could take 10 years if I wanted to. But as soon as we decide that we're ready to get married, then it's a whole other ball game because we're in this together and I don't, necessarily believe there's certain instances but i don't necessarily believe in like divorce so that's why to me when they say don't do girlfriend don't do wife shit when you're a girlfriend Mm -hmm. i'm not talking about like don't buy sneakers to your boyfriend because that's wife shit don't cook for like no those are trivial real stuff real okay so yeah so one thing that you said now you said that the phase of being boyfriend girlfriend could be 10 years if Mm -hmm. you wanted to right so i know that there's some people out there that are like it's crazy Mm because you're supposed to I've, i've heard that if you're not, if you've been together for five years and you're mm-hmm. still not married, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And so it was interesting for me to hear you say that the boyfriend girlfriend stage could last ten years if you mm-hmm. wanted to, because it's just like, why do you think people feel the need to be like, okay, it's been five years, we're not married, what are we doing? I've I've watched YouTube videos where the girl was like, well, we've been together for seven years and you still haven't asked me to marry you, so I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, why do you feel like people put so much pressure on the time frame under which certain things happen? Definitely peer pressure and societal pressure. Like, there's not... The, I don't see any other... There's also the... Um, um, and it, it's okay for you if that's what you that's what you want mm-hmm. to be. If for you, you, when you started dating, you said, well, I'm in it to get married. I don't have time to, like date someone for 11 years like it's like one year and then one year in like i want to get married i want to have a kid that's okay that's how you operate 
I just know that I really have no rush when it comes to having kids or getting married. Because to me, like I said, it's a, like it's a real commitment. And if I'm not sure of the person that you are, and if I'm not sure that that when it comes to like bigger situations that we're not on the same page, like I can't be married to you two years in and then realize that like, for example, if I ever get sick, um, you know, you won't have my back. Like those are yeah, real no, questions. Like, yeah. But people focus on, you know, we need to buy a house and we need to get married and we need to have kids. Like, but we never, like never have the real conversation. Like, and this is the interesting part to me, right? Mm-hmm. Cause it's true. I, I, when I look at certain, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. I talk to a lot of people. I try mm-hmm. to like, you know, look at what people look for in marriage and coming from Europe where I would say marriage is not as big of a deal mm-hmm. in France as it is in North America, especially in the United States. I've seen people like I know it's important. It's mm-hmm. like we need to get married and mm-hmm. it needs to happen. And my, I have some family in Atlanta and my cousin is like, well, you know, mm-hmm. because he was raised there. So we see the differences. And when I look at it, I'm like, when you look at people, I've had some conversation with some men particularly, and they're like, sometimes I feel like some women or the way society has put some ideas into people's heads, like they only think about the wedding mm-hmm. and not about oh what gosh. a marriage entails. You mm-hmm. know, like, you know, not about the work. And like you said, how do you want to raise your kids? Mm-hmm. Let's say if you have two different religions, are we mm-hmm. going to celebrate Christmas? Exactly. Like, that's, these are real questions. Do you want to celebrate Christmas? Is there... What do you, how do you feel about telling them about Santa? Do you want mm-hmm. to tell them Santa is real or mm-hmm. not? It's dumb. Like, it could seem like dumb questions, but it's stuff that you need to talk about. How do you feel about, you know, medicine? Mm-hmm. Do you like traditional medicine or, or are you more ex- into, you know, exactly traditional, like going for plants and stuff like that? Because mm-hmm. if, if you then have kids with a person, are you going to go to the hospital? You know, a lot of stuff like that where I feel like I hear, when I hear about marriage, a lot of people are like, I want to be a wife. I want to be a husband. But I don't feel like they take into consideration the work that you need to be exactly. a wife or a husband and mm-hmm. the conversations you need to have. Because all I hear is, on my wedding day, I know I'm going to, I want to get married because mm-hmm. I can already see my, my wedding. I'm going to wear this color. Like, mm-hmm. This is going to be the colors of the things. I'm going to mm-hmm. do this. I'm going to do that. But We're they never talk about... They never talk about like if in life and death situations. And that's what I mean by it depends on your definition of what a marriage is. Like if you if you don't know, you know, I remember when I was younger, um, I was probably like 10 years old. And as I said, I was very really I was raised into a very religious um, household. And I just came out of a I don't know, like some sort of concert whatever and they at the end they were praying a very huge gospel artist came to Montreal and went with my mom it was my favorite one and at the end they prayed for the kids of course and you know prayed to have good grades and that they can um get married and have all this beautiful stuff and I was 10 years old we got into the car and my mom was like did you hear the prayer whatever whatever and I'm like yes mom um I'm I'm gonna leave the house when I'm 18 and I'm gonna get married and I'm gonna have kids but for me 18 was like so So far far away right so far away she's like oh yeah and then I'm gonna have because my mom has six six kids and I'm, I'm gonna have four kids and you know mom and she's like oh yeah and I'm like yeah yeah and to me that was that was the definition of a successful life like yeah. marriage like I didn't understand of course at 10 years old I didn't understand the extent of marriage but 
when I got older and my mom says like, hmm, when I was, and every year I do the same thing. I'm like, mom, can you realize your firstborn is X, X, what I, I'm, I'm the oldest. So I'm like, mom, can you realize I'm like 25? Mom, you realize I'm 26? She's like, hmm, by your age, I was married. I have four kids. I had three businesses. I had this, that, 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 that. And I got to a point where I realized I'm like, but what does it mean for me to get married? Because I, I was starting to get the pressure of like, that you is know? The be- that is the best question you can have about yourself in that regard. Exactly. What does it mean? What does it mean for me to get married? Like, like as soon as I answered that question, and it took me many years to answer that question, that's when I realized I'm like, no pressure, my guy. Like, I really don't care. If I have someone in my life, I'm going to take my time to get to know them for who they are. And I'm going to ask you the questions. And if you don't want to have th- that conversation, then I guess you're not for me because I'm not going to get, I'm not going to be in a rush to get married to show, like to have Instagram pictures, have my family come over, whatever it is, like whatever, however I imagine my marriage, just to like get separated two years later because I, I didn't take the time to respect like what I believe in and who I was and make sure that I found a partner that was on the same page. Yeah, that, that's the thing. And on top of what you said, there's also, we talked about it recently. I was talking about it with my friend Jody, and we were like, there's also that added, I feel for women more than for men, well, women, not more than for men, but earlier on, mm-hmm. there's that pressure of, well, now you need to find a man. You know, mm-hmm. you, you've had a, you have your degree now. Mm-hmm. Maybe you find your job. Okay, mm-hmm. now you need to have a man. Okay, now you've had your men for two years. Now you need to get married. Mm-hmm. Now you, you're married. Now you, have, you need to have kids. And there's this pressure. And there was a point in time where you were seen as a successful woman mm-hmm. once you have a house, mm-hmm. once you have a husband, a husband, and you have kids. Yeah. And it's like, I know for a fact, like, um, I was talking about it recently Quebec, the number of, of um, birth in Quebec is way too low for the population to actually renew itself. And mm-hmm. that's why, you know, uh, Canada, in Canada period, and especially in Quebec, that's why the, Gna- the Canadian government is like letting so many immigrants yeah. in because they mm-hmm. need, they they need, need people to, to renew work their to, population. To, yeah, for the pension, yeah. And it's like, when you look into it, the reason why this is happening is because, well, now women are doing so many things. We are having kids later on. You have less kids also because everything is super expensive. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't feel the pressure of, don't feel that because you have a marriage and kids, they don't mm-hmm. feel like you're successful. Not a lot of people are like, no, nah, I want to have my career. I don't even know if I want to have kids. And before it would have been like, oh my God, you don't want kids. It's crazy. Now it's just like, okay, do your thing. Mm-hmm. There's still people that look at you away, mm-hmm. but it's still like, you know, and same for my colleague is pregnant right now. And I'm like, you know, she's kind of freaking me out with her pregnancy. Cause I'm like, I, I don't know that I want to be pregnant with mm-hmm. all the stuff that she's telling me. I told her that yesterday mm-hmm. it was a funny conversation, but you know, I told her, I don't know if I want to have kids. I, I knew, you know, like you said, when you were 10, you were like, I'm going to mm-hmm. have kids and stuff. When I was younger, I was like, when I'm 25, mm-hmm. I'm going to have my first kid. Then my second kid at 27. Mm-hmm. Then my, I'm going to have a third kid and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm like, I'm not sure that I want kids. You're not even sure if you want one. Exactly. I'm not sure if I want one. And then she's like, oh, you're saying this now, but once you find the right partner. And just even that answer shows you how you know society oh conditions you and conditions women to think that no you you want, want this kids. you want this you, you know um speaking of which i remember like this year was very revealing to me because i realized that um i was very selfish and i'm not a selfish person but i was very selfish because i was seeing 
the world through my own reality, not taking other people's perspective into consideration. I always had a, yeah, I understand what you mean, but because Mm -hmm. that's how I see things. And I remember being like super scared because I'm like, what if I can't have kids anymore? Like what if, not anymore, I don't have any kids, but what if I can't have kids? Mm -hmm. And someone came to me and was like, oh my gosh, you know how you do it? Like, oh, when you you, uh, cross back with like, I don't know, a family friend, I'm like, how you doing? Are you married? Do you have kids? And someone hit me at that time. I was like, what if I can't have kids? And you're asking me, you know, what's up with the part? What if, what if I'm a whole lesbian? You're asking me if, if like, I hope it's not offending when I say that, but I mean, like, what if I'm, I'm someone that is not looking for a man? What if I was a lesbian? You're asking me, where's my man? You know, what if, um, I feel like it's, not respecting that other people can like have you know just different different, realities different realities and just you know someone asked me um i had lost my job um earlier this year and that was super that was great actually and so um someone asked me uh, it was a sunday night someone asked me oh do you want to come over you know i'm gonna cook da, 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 da. I'm like uh thank you so much but no i can't and unfortunately but you know i'll take a ring check on that I was like oh you're probably working tomorrow morning and i was like ah what if i was homeless what, what if i you know so it really hit me in the way that i was like i'm really I'm really, I'm being careful when I talk to people because I don't know what they're going through. I don't know. And I know where, you know, I'm moving away from the subject, but it's just to say that like to ask those questions to someone is not okay. Is really not okay. Cause you don't know what they're going through and you don't know their situation. I feel like what you're saying is basically how we all do it to a mm-hmm. certain extent is that we project our realities mm-hmm. and what we believe in, I guess, yeah. and what we want onto other people. people. Yeah. So, like, um, my mom called me a couple months ago, I remember, and she was like, yeah, my colleagues started asking, like, yeah, where's um, where's Emmy's man or something? Is she married? Does she have kids? And my mom was like, oh, you need to slow down because mm. my daughter, is she's good. Let mm. her be. She don't need no kids right now. Mm. And that's what I appreciate about my mom is because she's really not following that mm-hmm. whole line of, okay, because when I turned 25, I know that she was starting getting these questions from her colleagues and some mm-hmm. of her friends. She's not like that. She's mm-hmm. not like, oh, you're 25 and I need a man. Like, she is more about, you know, go and have fun, travel the world, mm-hmm. do things before you have kids. Like, just, you know, mm-hmm. just be you. If you mm-hmm. want to do what you want to do, do it. But, like, you know, just be a thing. And my dad, doesn't, we don't even talk about these things. I love that. <laughs> this is great. But just to say that when her colleagues or her friends were asking her that question, it's not like from ill intent. No, it's definitely really like, not. Mm-hmm. Because they've been conditioned Shit. to think that, okay, 25 now, okay, now... It makes sense. It makes to, sense yeah. for you to, to start talking about, okay, do you have a man? Do you mm-hmm. want to have kids? Do you want to do this and this and this? And, um, yeah, I see it in like... So I see it like... I talk a lot about relationships and stuff on, on the podcast and even outside of that for the, the people that talk to me and it's just like, well, one of the things that I realized when talking to my friends is like, not everybody we don't have the same conceptions Mm -hmm. of relationships love Mm -hmm. or whatever we want in our lives so 
I did an episode recently where my friend, we're literally the same age or a year apart, and she is so big on marriage and, you know, being a mom and being mm-hmm. a wife, and that's what she wants. That's what she, you know, mm-hmm. that's her thing. And I'm looking at her like, wow, mm-hmm. like amazed because it's just like, it's so not for me. And one of the first things that she told me when she got to my house before recording the episode was like, I can't wait for you to be, you know, whole relationship and in love and stuff and stuff. And same, it comes from a very nice place, but it's still her pushing her mm-hmm. stuff onto me like mm-hmm. hey not pushing it but just you know no I under- I completely understand what you're saying and it's really important to to I feel like I I it made me realize a lot of stuff and now when I talk to people I can have a conversation with you and I will tell you always this is how I see things I would maybe do things differently but at the end of the day I'm really big on this word. I'm sorry I'm repeating myself, but be comfortable in whatever decision you take and whatever move you make. Um, that's really all it is. I don't want to be be pushy because I can be talking to you. I'm talking to you like that, but really, if we have like a really private conversation, you'll see that I'm big on a lot of things. And it's not that I'm contradicting myself. It's just that I acknowledge that what I want for my life is not what everybody wants for theirs. So I will never push a certain uh, type of agenda mm-hmm. onto people. That's what you were saying. I remember what you were saying. You were actually saying how you know that you have your opinions Mm -hmm. and like you would tell people this is my opinion however I know it's mine and you Mm -hmm. can definitely it's okay for people to have other opinions and I feel like it's it's cool to to see that other people actually think because like there's a lot of people that don't think Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and well I know that sometimes people have a hard time understanding that there's another way mm-hmm. to think. So let's, especially when it comes to relationships. So I posted this thing and I talked about it already on, on another episode, but it's just like, cause it's the perfect example. Mm-hmm. I was like, is flirting cheating? Mm-hmm. And I just put, put it on my uh, Instagram and I was just like, okay, let me see what the people think. Cause for me, flirting is not cheating. But that's, Did you put it on, on your story? Yeah. Cause I believe I, I yeah. voted. <laughs> I put it on my story. You, you should have seen the DMs I received after, like, I received some DMs, some text messages, like, what do you mean? You're crazy, blah, 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 blah. It's impossible. Like, basically, what I'm thinking is not okay. It's not right. And it's just like, no. What's happening is that you believe in something, and then you're not understanding that there's other, other ways. ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, same for relationships. If people want to be in a monogamous relationship or non-monogamous relationship, it's okay to just have different point of views. Mm-hmm. But it's also important for people to be able to understand like okay mm-hmm. i have my opinion maybe my opinion is not the only one because mm-hmm. i think it's the way i look at it is we are too many humans on this planet to all think the same way girl it's like, like it just don't make sense this is the this is the the base of how we can like interact or live in the same like we're living on the same planet so we have no other ways to accept that not everybody think thinks the same and that's really all it is as soon as you um fell a day that your neighbor does not think like you and they have their own experiences and beliefs and opinion and opinions cannot be debated I can have a conversation with you. I can explain to you my point of view, my perspective, um, the reasoning behind behind it, but I'm not here to debate your opinion because your opinion comes from your own experience and your own uh, back, uh, luggage. So for me, when I sit down with someone and we're having a conversation and you're telling me this is how you see things, I'm like, huh, interesting. I never saw it that way. 
that conversation only either confirms to me that how I think is how I'm comfortable dealing with a particular situation, or it tells me that maybe I should think about or think about how I'm seeing things and think mm-hmm. it through and maybe change the ways that I'm doing things. That's always how I see things. Yeah. This is a conversation. Now, if we're talking about like debating facts, like I'm big on debating facts, like I'll debate with you, like Betty facts. <laughs> it is facts. <laughs> but when it comes to my opinion, you can have your I always end a conversation like let's agree to disagree. And that's what it is. Yeah, it's me the thing I I will debate with anyone. Like I love debating. I don't know if it's the French thing. I know French people debate a lot. Like we're literally when you go to high school and they teach you how to write like your essays, mm-hmm. the way we write them is it's you debate yourself. Okay. You literally debate yourself. Mm-hmm. The first intro is like, this is how I'm gonna show A and mm-hmm. B, and then the conclusion is mm-hmm. Basically, that there's A and there's B. You know, mm-hmm. you have to debate. You have to show A first, then you show B. Then the last paragraph that you're writing is literally, okay, there's A and B. And, like, what is the conclusion? It's mm-hmm. never... You know what I mean? So, I could debate with you, but there's some stuff that will get me mad is when the debate is not a real debate because now it's an opinion thing. Mm-hmm. No, but I think that way, my way is the right way. You know okay. what I mean? As soon as you start with, I think it's not valid and, and that's the thing and that's what would get me mad and it's just like nah you're crazy because you think like that nah this doesn't make sense because you think like that and it's just like why would your opinion make more sense and that's when uh, when you look at politics for example right mm-hmm. politics is opinion but it's more than opinion it's doctrine and mm-hmm. it's, it is, it has impact on the world and stuff like that so people could be like yeah but you saying this that means that you wouldn't be mad at people that are racist for dumb reasons and I'm oh like my no. Gosh, no I would sit down with, with I would sit down with people and just be like okay explain to me why then mm-hmm. i will wait then i'll be like okay and this would be me literally deconstructing their argument if, especially if it doesn't make sense and if it's fact-based and i mm-hmm. have facts that but actually that, means i would mm-hmm. be like this is not it this is not that because this and this and this because this and this and this this is what's happening so there's there's no basis to what you're saying pretty and much it's your opinion, opinion. exactly you know that's why I mean? that's what we're talking about like we were talking about relationship which is not something that is that is there's no good way there's no right way or wrong way to to be in a relationship or not be in a relationship but when it comes to like like you say politics doctrines or or even racism because i i could see some people saying like oh well it's my opinion no it's not an opinion because if we just start at the beginning racism or just races at the just at the base of it is is a con- construct social construct so deja la like it doesn't make sense for you it doesn't make sense for someone to be racist because races do not exist there's only one race it's human race let's not get into this debate in this conversation but so it has nothing to do with like those type of conversations but for sure like if you have a, an opinion on something, I'll respect it. Um, or I'm not even going to say respect it because I, I, I have the right not to respect a particular opinion, but mm-hmm. I can definitely hear your your side and see why you're saying things this way. But I'm not going to fight with you because you're saying things one way because there's no reason why for me to you bleed myself to death to make you understand something if you're seeing it that way. Like I'll, I'll explain to you my way of seeing things, but that's about it. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question for you, actually. All right. So recently, I was put in some. Recently, somebody asked for my help with something. Um, it's definitely something I could have helped with, and I was just like, okay, let me see if I can talk to some people, and then I'll get back to you. Between that moment of me saying I'll get back to you, 
And uh, what I'm going to explain later, something happened where one of my friends came to see me and explained a situation that happened with that specific person mm-hmm. and a situation that literally I was outraged, furious. Mm-hmm. Um, it was literally, that's why I'm, the reason why I'm talking about it is because it's literally a debate of opinion. Mm-hmm. This person was trying to impose her opinion and her views on my friend saying how... So this person specifically asked me to not talk about it. So mm-hmm. I, I'm going to stay as, as generic as possible. But basically, is this person trying to impose something on somebody else because this is the right way to do it? So let's According say, to them. According to them. So my friend is doing something. This person like, you're not doing it properly. My way is mm-hmm. the proper way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has a lot to do with, you know, uh, sexual orientations and how mm-hmm. this person doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't believe certain things uh, in regards to my friends. And I was outraged. And now I'm in a situation where I literally just told that person, I will help you with your things. Mm -hmm. But now my friend came to me and you heard that person to his core. And it's just like, because of opinions, Mm -hmm. again. And I, I was just like, okay, now I have the choice of, A, I could go see that person and be like well um just give them my opinion mm-hmm. on the thing but i know it won't do anything because it's my opinion again mm-hmm. and their opinion and we're not this is a debate that is not going to go anywhere mm-hmm. i'm just gonna yeah. get mad you're gonna get mad or i could just be like yeah i'm not you know what i'm just not comfortable helping that person anymore and i'm just not gonna i'm just gonna send a message and be like i'm not comfortable working with you and then i would just be out but then mm-hmm. Saying that would be like, yeah, why opening, are you not, yeah. what's happening? Then I have to talk about it when my friend specifically asked me not to. So I guess my, so what I end up doing is like, I just stopped answering the person. Like, see, I just, <laughs> so I you can't do that. Good. You I said know. that in the, one of the podcasts, I you're did. a ghoster. I do. No. I ghosted. <laughs> I know it's not good. But now that you have kind of like the facts, mm-hmm. what would you have done? First of all, my first question and this capitalist world that we live in is it fucking up your coins it is not fucking up my coins but it is conflicting with my values a lot no but that that was that was my first question so it's not um second thing is i'm a very loyal person yeah um so when i have friends and they tell me something and because i believe that most of my friends are honest people. Mm-hmm. If they come to me and tell me something, I would believe that they're telling me the truth. Yep. So I usually have their back before even like having the other side. Yep. Which had shown me in certain situations that it's actually good to have the other side. Yeah. Now, if in that particular situation, I cannot have the other side perspective to confirm how I feel about the situation Mm -hmm. and because my friend is my friend I would simply and to avoid the whole situation I would simply I don't like to lie but I would say something in the form of um unfortunately I wasn't able to um to because I don't like to lie so I like to phrase things in the way that I'm not lying to Mm -hmm. you but I'm letting you know that I can't help you and you can't really ask me why because it doesn't seem like I'll just tell you I don't want to like I'm not going to come up with something but I'm going to phrase it so that you understand that I can't do more okay but I don't like because I can't you can't throw your friends under the bus I know right so you can't specifically ask yeah it was just like you were not talking about this mm -hmm. I don't want you to go talk to this person about it it was like now Mm -hmm. if you want to go and go wild out and do what you have to do, yo, mm-hmm. do you. But mm-hmm. it was like, do not mention this. I was like, you know what? 
cool. But that's why I ghosted. Mm-hmm. I ghosted because I didn't want to... Because I know that specific person, I know this person was going to ask me. Okay. And to go back to your point of, you know, getting the other side, it's always mm-hmm. important to get the other side. Mm-hmm. The thing in that specific situation is that I know For a fact, that yeah. person. Okay. And I would not be surprised at all okay. if that was 100% true. Mm-hmm. I believe, like you said, I'm a loyal person. I believe in my friend. So I, I believe this person 100%. Mm-hmm. And knowing the other person, I'm... I'm like 98% sure this mm-hmm. is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, and this is a thing where it's like, it's literally opinions mm-hmm. conflicting. And it's just like, I know I said I can't ghost, mm-hmm. but there are situations <laughs> where it's like, well, I can't talk about it. So, so cause literally, because if she asks me, I will have to be like, listen, mm-hmm. you did this. This is disgusting. And I will have to literally like laugh out of this person. I was just like, you know what? I don't want to scream at anybody right now. So I have a question for you, though, because I I don't like when my friends put me in situations where they share stuff with me and I can't do nothing about it because it did happen to me a couple of times. And I would tell my friends straight up, there's no problem. If you don't want me to talk about it, I will not. Mm -hmm. But if ever the person is asking you anything or asking me questions, do you allow me to say anything like can I can I talk? Because then you're putting me in a situation where. You're sharing something with me and you know I have your back and it's against my values and I'm not a hypocrite person. So I'm not going to start like smiling and whatever, working with that person if I feel like what they're doing is really dishonest or whatever it is. Uh Um, But if they ask me, like, what am I supposed to do now? Not talk about it. So I feel like sometimes it's very like... You know, sensitive Mm -hmm. type of. I would prefer if my friends like, you know, don't address it. But if they come to you, you can share that I shared something and you disagree with it. You just don't want to take part in it. But it's just you're my friend, whatever it is. But I don't like to be in those situations. Not for you. Like, I don't like it Mm -hmm. either. I don't like it either. And for some reason, I tend to have some friends that just be forgiving people for stuff that they should not be forgiving them Mm -hmm. for. And not necessarily forgiving them, but just putting themselves in certain situations. And this is just me looking, and I'm just like, I just want to crush that person <laughs> so bad. Also, I'm a Scorpio, mm-hmm. so you know that explains it. But it's just like, like you said, I have my friends back, and now mm-hmm. you put me in the situation where I'm like, I don't want to have to be fake to the person after smile. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. If I don't like you, you will feel it. Mm-hmm. You will see it. If there, if I have an issue, you will know. Mm-hmm. I'm not the kind of person that is gonna be like, oh my god, hey, mm-hmm. are you? Blah, blah blah. I can't do this shit. But like, it's not for me. So that's why like, I was like, you know what? Let me ask you. You seem way calmer than I am. But then mm-hmm. you, you're a Leo, so it's different. I have some Leo friends. Y'all yeah, are different too. So you I'm think? like, yeah, the approach is different. The approach to things How? is different. I would say it's calmer at first, mm-hmm. but then y'all are fire signs, so it was yeah. just like it's calm at first, and then it's just pure fire. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, it's just. It's water. It's pretty. It's pretty there. It's calm mm-hmm. and tranquil. But I would, I would drown you. Not literally. Okay. Not literally. Don't quote you on but that. I'm, I've always said that I have this thing where it's like if somebody crosses me, I don't want to hurt you physically, but I will make sure that mentally you're not where it's, you're supposed to be. Really? Not necessarily mental health stuff, but if I can fuck up certain situations that you really? have, really. And you this can't is be like that. No, that's the thing. Okay. I don't do it anymore. Okay? <laughs> I don't do it anymore. But like I said, it's also because nobody has crossed me in a way that doesn't make any sense like mm-hmm. I'm talking if you do really something really stupid not mm-hmm. just some bullshit whatever most of the time I just don't care enough mm-hmm. to have the energy mm-hmm. to put energy into you mm-hmm. you know how people are like oh I'm gonna block this person I don't even do that I mm-hmm. don't have time that's too much energy to involve but the day somebody crosses me 
which like I said hasn't happened in years mm-hmm. I know that this is I'm capable to go to certain extents to make your life miserable you need to let the karma do its thing honestly like you can't you can't you, you can't do I that mean, that's the thing I've been doing that <laughs> I've been doing that the karma is doing pretty great <laughs> Um, karma is doing pretty great. I'm looking and I'm like, wow, you know, it's good. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like I said, nobody has nobody has tried me to that mm-hmm. level yet, mm-hmm. um, which is good. I think yeah. it's good because I don't want to put myself in that kind of situation because mm-hmm. I know like it will go too far. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was just like, let me ask because like if I listen to my friend, I won't do anything, and it's bothering me because I see this person. I saw how crushed this person was by whatever oh. like it actually hurt me i was mm-hmm. just i was just like wow mm-hmm. now i have to go see that person that mm-hmm. i told you mm-hmm. know i was like yeah i'll see if i can help you or whatever i'm like i can't even talk to you right now so are you gonna ghost them or are i you did gonna, so I did that's already. it you're gonna leave it at that i don't care <laughs> all right i don't care this is the, what the level of what this person did i'm like i don't even you don't even deserve me mm-hmm. to answer you mm-hmm. and yeah okay I mean, yeah, I left it at that. I was just like, it's fine. It's good. Easiest way to deal with things. Just go. My other friend is in the same situation as me Mm because she was there when we were told the thing. And she was like, she's different than me in the sense where she can answer. But she's like, I can't see that person ever again the same Mm -hmm. way. She's like, I just said, yes, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I can't help her. I can't go to this. I can't do anything. But she can answer me. If I answer, I can't. Like, I will actually... That's that's not the only thing that I find is not cool, and I understand like you know confidence, but confiding in someone, I just feel like it's not that everybody deserves to be to, to like an answer or explanation, but I do feel like if someone is doing wrong, yeah, like maybe you should tell them because maybe that person could grow from that situation it's not your job to do it yeah, it's, yeah, it's not, not your other friend it's really the person that was, that is concerned in that situation but I do feel like it's something that that someone yeah. could grow from you know it's one of those situations where if that was to be put out Mm-hmm. then that would unravel a, a lot, lot of things, of things okay. that are around this person and I don't know that um my friend is ready to be okay the match that is lighting up the whole thing okay i don't i think that's that's the main issue okay. i'm ready to be i told him i was like i'm ready to be the match you just <laughs> if you say the word i will actually mm-hmm. burn the whole thing i do not care mm-hmm. but again mm-hmm. the person asked not no to share sure. anything yeah so i said okay i won't do it wow. yeah wow that's that's something but it's that's how you have to navigate it's always like there's always a i feel like that's that's how you grow yeah i've been i've been i've been the bad friend at some point i didn't think so but i've been the bad friend and i definitely grew from that um wow you've been the bad friend yeah i didn't in what way you know not everybody deals with it. Life doesn't come at everybody the same way. And I'm one of those people that um, has gone through um, a lot of different situations and that some of my friend could not necessarily understand. And me taking care of myself or my family was a priority over my friendships. Okay. Some people get it, some people don't. And me being a bad friend, in a sense, is me not... Um, living up to the expectations of those friends. 
Because I respect, although I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't, I don't expe- expect the same that you expect from me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do respect that you have certain expectations or you value friendships to a certain le- to a different level than I do. So if when I say being a bad friend is that maybe you were expecting me to do this, that, that, or to be there at that moment and I wasn't, whatever reason it was, and that's me acknowledging the fact that like y- there was maybe a need that I didn't fulfill in that friendship. Okay. So that's what I mean by that. But uh, on the other hand, like I'm super happy now. I have friends that respect. Um, that respect my privacy, respect that I have. Like, where I feel like because there's um, the main or the important things in friendships, like we all share, like what is important in friendships, like whatever, whatever it is, or is okay. okay. So, which for some other people they needed. I know I'm being very vague because no, I don't no, want to pinpoint people. Like, yeah, I yeah, things, I get but, it, I get it. But yeah, no, but I was gonna say. Friendships to me is pretty much like relationships. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it is actually. It is. It's yeah. the same thing. And in a sense where it's conversations. It's mm-hmm. like, what do you expect out of me in terms of, like, as in terms of me being your friend? I know mm-hmm. my, my best friend, back, my back home, it's not always pretty. Like, people say, oh, you're best friend and you never argue. Or there's mm-hmm. never weird moments. We've had weird moments. I mean, I moved across the world, but mm-hmm. we still, you know, we had moments where it wasn't, but she voiced it out. She was like, because she, she's the kind of person where she would be like, okay, we're friends. I'm mm-hmm. going to fight for this friendship and I'm going to come and tell you, okay, this and this, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. This and this, we need to fix. We need to work on it. What is it that you feel? What is it that I feel? And like, just talk about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's why when you said expectations, what the expectations they have um, on their sides in terms of you doing things for them, did you have that conversation? Like, did you guys at some point in your friendship had that conversation where you know what kind of, of things they were looking for in a friend or you were looking for because I'm big on that it, it it is like sort of a conversation I've tried to have with with some of my friends um some of them are like easygoing some of them I just knew what they wanted because we constantly talk to each other so we know what we need like some people are able to read um people very like me or I'm able to read them very well Mm -hmm. um but for the for the friendships that didn't work that was exactly it is that um I maybe felt a strain at some point and I was like hey we need to talk like you know what do you expect from me like because I know that this that that or this is coming and I I don't want you to be disappointed because I know I might not be able to to be there or to support you you know but um, no it, it just didn't work and and honestly I'm not even mad at that like I'm there's no animosity or anything I just feel like yo you know we're just we're just not meant to be friends just like some people are not meant to be to be together just yeah. like you know and in everything in every relationship it's a matter of communicating and making sure that. Um, I can even bring it to like some something else. Like I had in my mom at some point I had to realize that like, you know, however how I operate is not how um she feels heard or or valued. Yeah. And so to be aware and maybe have conversations is to like make sure that the relationship is is well balanced in some way. I right? I could see I could see that. I could see that in a sense where it's like um there's this this thing, you know, the love languages, right? Because mm-hmm. when you said with your mom, you know, there's a mm-hmm. certain type of way you communicate that she won't necessarily, you know, um, 
she won't necessarily maybe respond to that in the way that you thought she would respond to that mm-hmm. so it's just like it's also important to know people's love languages and i know it's like you could just send somebody a text and be like, okay, what's your love language and figure it out. But sometimes it's just, like you said, conversations and communicating, mm-hmm. maybe. You know, some people like gifts. Like my mom, for example, I would say a love language is probably words of affirmation or quality time, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm far. So now what I try to do is like we text mm-hmm. all the time and mm-hmm. I'm trying to call once a week just mm-hmm. to, you know, make sure we keep that communication happen. But it's true that when it comes to friendship, I feel like maybe people don't realize that they need to do the work because they're like they're friends and they maybe mm. take it for granted and yeah. they're like okay we're already friends, friends so we're cool so i don't need to so, do the work and see mm-hmm. where maybe you know like you did with your friends and like mm-hmm. see you know what do you expect out of me like you know what's mm-hmm. going on etc cetera, etc cetera. i feel like you know mm-hmm. i feel like it's important to do this thing definitely important i'm i'm not gonna go out there and ask everybody their love languages yes yeah. <laughs> but um I because this is something that you know we both we were talking earlier like we both yeah. studied in, in comms so I think that it's definitely something that we already have inside of us like we're good at that mm-hmm. so I know that a lot of things that I'm studying now is things that I already know I just didn't know how to name it so I'm I'm pretty good at like observing and understanding and and defining what everybody's love languages I just feel like before I was a little bit more selfish and so I didn't attend to that because I was like yeah okay cool that's what you want but like that's not how I operate and that's what it is but then at some point you have to you have to also give like I was I had the mindset where this is how I am and you love me for me so you're gonna accept me for how I am Mm -hmm. and the bad thing about that is that I thought because I'm so I have so much like love and good intention in everything that I do that I thought, well, as long as I'm not ill intention, then you have no reason to be mad. But it's not true. Even if I'm well intentioned, like if this is not the per- this is not what the person needs, they have yeah. the right to be disappointed. And I have the obligations to the obligation to reach out to them and like ask them why are they disappointed or how can I you know make sure that they feel they also feel good in that relationship and it's so interesting that you say that you actually when you said that it just reminded me of a friend of mine that I have back home in Paris and she's a Leo too Mm -hmm. and she had that same exact thing where she was mm -hmm. like she was like yeah but as long as you know it's not ill intended like Mm -hmm. you you have no reason to be mad but then we were just like look there's some moments where we were just like this is not right because she was doing certain things and we were just like no mm-hmm. no you cannot just do that and expect people to be okay mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. and um yeah it's definitely some conversation that we've had i know that from from then like she's she's changing a little bit but there's still that pattern is still there and it's just like well when i i do go back home um once i do mm-hmm. i'll see if that has changed mm-hmm. but it's interesting to just see because it's so similar what mm-hmm. you were just describing i was just like okay <laughs> so i'm like maybe it's a leo thing for a little while maybe <laughs> maybe i don't know you gotta blame it on the sign you gotta blame it on the sign <laughs> <laughs> gotta blame it on the sign but um <laughs> oh my god I think I'm gonna go get some food okay I'm so happy that she did the podcast with me that was a very interesting conversation my pleasure mm-hmm. I was expecting the spicy questions but you know what it depends on too bad it depends on my mood some days I'm like ooh I wanna be spicy some days I'm like hey, you know what 
I can talk about other things too, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I, that was actually a really interesting conversation. Yeah, it was uh, cool. But yeah, you gotta <laughs> let me know when you're back in town. Mm-hmm. But uh, plug your social media for other people so they can follow you and just let them know what you're up to these days. Um. So right now, I mean, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Traypaul, T-R-A-E-P-A-U-L. Um... I can't really say what I'm doing right now because it's a lot of things in the works, but you never know okay. what actually, you know, ends up happening or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides, I mean, follow me on Twitter. I'm pretty boring, but I like to share my thoughts. So you can do that. And uh... <laughs> she said I'm pretty boring. Did you look at my Twitter? <laughs> no, I love Twitter. I really love Twitter. There's so much going on. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter. And uh, don't slide in the DMs because I'm not interested. And yeah, that's that. If you're a girl, like I would love and you love conversating, I'm all about like, you know, going grab a coffee. So slide in the DMs if you're a girl and yeah, ask for a coffee. Sh- yeah, I like to make new girlfriends. I love, I love, I feel like, anyways, I'm not going to go on on that, but like, I love making new girlfriends. Like there's so many beautiful people out there and I'm not cheating on the men. It's just that, that. That you want girlfriend. Yes. Okay. You know what? I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. So people, you've heard it. Um, if you're a girl and you feel like you want to have a coffee, just slide in the DMs and be like, hey, I want to go for coffee. If you actually get DMs like that, please let me know and take a screenshot or something. I don't know. I want to know. I but, actually had like two or three girls like so far told me like, you know, I would love to like talk with you. You seem very fun. I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. If it was me, because I'm awkward, I would look at the message like, what the fuck? This really? Is so awkward. I just Why? get awkward. Stuff, I just feel like stuff <laughs> are awkward to me sometimes. It's just, for no reason. I just get really awkward about oh, stuff. such a social butterfly. Like, yeah, I really don't, like... I really don't don't mind like I'm, I'm gonna go out even if I don't know you if I've been following you and you're you look like a nice person and you wanna go out and eat like I'm down no for sure for sure no I'll I'll probably go but I'll look at it like whoa okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm just weird like I'm just weird like that but um, people you can as usual go listen to the show on Spotify Apple Podcasts Stitcher FrankieLamstrong.com and a lot of other platforms you can follow the show on uh, Instagram at Ken them podcast and also recently on twitter at KNDM. you can follow me if you want to see what i'm up to and what i'm doing you know you can follow me on instagram at soky and on twitter sok underscore kay um we are actually on um, the podcast collective i'm a part of the franklin Armstrong collective is actually having uh the first edition of our brunch and podcasting it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a meetup just to meet the the local podcast and aspiring podcasting community in yeah, I saw that. yeah so it's gonna be fun you know the food is gonna be amazing it's caribbean brunch food so you guys definitely need to come to that i hope to see you there it's the 14th right yes yeah, the 14th of mm-hmm. december hope to see you there and i hope you like that episode and on that note we are out bye <laughs> Ah!